Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with my buddies, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, hey, hey. Well, we're, we're joining you guys here today for a special back look back on the best of questionable to return podcast but first we need you guys to rock the questy awards voting cue up the questy music again here it comes okay cue it up oh goosebumps goosebumps every time just like the academy awards this is a special special day all we want for christmas is for everyone to go vote for the questy awards it's it's simple. It takes a minute. Your vote counts. Your vote counts. It does. Truly does. Not like the presidency. Yeah, we have you have more say in this, and it probably has a bigger <laughs> impact on your life. And you can do it more than once. Yeah. Well, I do that when I vote for president, but don't tell anyone. Oh, hey now. Just kidding. Cut. Uh, rewind. Just kidding. Cut F- it out. Just kidding, FBI. <laughs> Anywho. Vote, vote, vote. You can vote as many times as you want. Yeah, you got about a week left. Get it in there. Vote it up. Matters when you're listening. We need you. It, it could be already done by the time you listen to this, yeah. though, I guess. If, if, it's not, <laughs> if it's not the new year yet, you have time. You still have time. You still have time. So get in there and do it. So with that, we want to share some of the moments that made Questionable to Return podcast special in 2018. So I have to admit, I didn't think we'd last this long. <laughs> we lasted amazed. We lasted long enough to have a best of episode. I know, isn't this great? And I think what's keeping us going is like people are listening, like yeah. coming back. I know. I know. I'm surprised. Thank a you. Bit. We appreciate you. you guys. You're giving me confidence. So, <laughs> so we are in the Christmas mood, Christmas spirit. We want to give something to you guys. The best of. Our gift to you is that we're only doing three minutes worth of content and then throwing it over to clips. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Enjoy. But the best of, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Basically, I look at the best of as the stuff my mom listens to before she tunes out because it turns into (laughs) sports talk and she just gets confused. And she hears like the peanuts teacher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When we start going in depth about the Packers, she's like, I don't know what any of this is. (laughs) But if we're telling stories about. But I do know Sweet Luna Cat. Sweet Luna Cat. She loves all of it. My mom likes stories if they're about the cat. And what kind of contents are in the litter box? Yeah. How's your dad like that game? Does he like it any better now? My dad does not enjoy that game. He's not fun for him. He does not like. To play Speaking it. of games, like maybe a game to get a get a lobster, like a claw game, like a claw game to get a lobster. That story's in there. The famous Pinchy story. Rest in peace, Pinchy. Pinchy was a great lobster. But we do have all. You're we have some sports dirty, stuff. You're we have dirty some sports Cleveland. Stuff. So we have we have a good sports story. I felt like that was one of our best ones. The the uh, which player you want to keep forever. I believe Ooh, that was, that was a fan. That was a fan suggestion. Sam. Fan. Yep. And Sam. that was, uh, that was, yeah, one of our favorite moments so far. So thank you, Sam. And yeah, yeah there's good stuff. In also there. the, the, the power went out on us. Yeah. That was one of the, that was a fun one. Crazy things. That was a fun one. Well, winter storm got us. Yeah. Uh, it I was sang, a <laughs> I sang a little bit in that episode, I believe. 
You've so, seen it a lot of episodes, and I love it. I don't know. That was when we had the big November blizzard. Can't wait to hear what you... been nothing but sunny, <laughs> sunny in 40s since then. But any episode with Pete singing is a big plus. No matter how much his wife gets mad at me for encouraging it, I'm yeah. going to keep doing it. I'll keep practicing. Well, I mean, I got I got people telling me that I don't like it because I wasn't included in that message. So I want to be on the record. I enjoy it. Good. Because I don't I want enjoy it. I don't want to be the one taking all the heat for Pete singing. Where it's just I think it's just my personality is just you know I'm easy to you're hoodlum. I'm she, a hoodlum. I kind of stir she, stuff. She probably up. thinks she'll listen to you. like Pete will listen to you. Pete, will, I'll say stop singing, and I'll just make Pete want to sing more. So she probably want to tell me to say it. Mm. Mm. I Maybe. thought it was because, yeah, I'm a hoodlum. I stir stuff up. Yeah. It just seemed like this is your doing. So Sounds was, about right. I was getting the blame. It is your fault. Yeah. What about, <laughs> what about wed? What about, are we doing the wed, bed, behead? I don't think that made the cut. It might be just I think we ran out of time. I wanted to keep tad, it to an hour. A tad too long. So Ooh. I had to choose between Ooh. wed, bed, behead and the other Who one. Who do you so. keep? Who do you keep? Don't so. worry. We can do another clip show when we get lazy. Yes. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Only a week later, it's New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I'm not sure we're going to have one for that. I can't wait till we have enough content that we never have to do shows again. <laughs> we just put together best of. I wonder week. how long the, the audience will have to. I wonder how long it'll take the audience to figure out, I've heard this before. <laughs> not very long. No. No. But enjoy or not. Either but way. But if you do one thing. Go to questionablereturn.com slash awards to vote for the Questy Awards. Indeed. <laughs> Listen to the best of episode while voting. Do both at the same time. Yep. Over okay. and over. Do it for an hour. Just vote, 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 vote. Yeah. What we else? don't care. What else you got to do? Return crappy Christmas gifts? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Our gift to you is not returnable. You've downloaded this already. Yeah. No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> no take backs. No hey, and guess what? It's free. That's true. It's free. So with that, enjoy. And Merry Christmas, everyone. I got nothing. Happy holidays. Okay. <laughs> Have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. How are you guys feeling today after your guys' little game-a-thon? Very, very exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm feeling pretty good right now, but I only got like an hour of sleep. Yeah, Pete Pete's doing a lot better than I am. Uh we stayed up for twenty four hours playing video games last yeah, night. Just for fun? No, all in the name of charity. Someone oh, only for charity. Be, yeah. I like it. For Someone's charity. Do yeah. it. We'd never do it overnight without yeah. no. without it for charity, so that's good. Yeah, so there's this organization extra life dot well, extra life dot org is the website, extra dash life dot org and they um they have a gaming day which is actually november 3rd but uh i have one that i'm doing that day so i wanted to do one separately with my friends so we got together spent 24 hours straight kind of i kind of was in and out past 5 a.m for like three hours right yeah so but but we generally spent 24 hours playing video games hopefully getting people to donate money and for children's hospital how on earth did you guys stay up that late? Or um, that long, even? We were pounding coffee almost all day, uh, starting from early in the morning until the next morning. Also, of course, because it's video games and some board games mixed in, Mountain Dew was flowing like water. 
Skittles, M and M's. So was it like a beer pyramid food. of Mountain Dew cans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think there's maybe two Mountain Dews left out of two cases. Yeah. And, everyone, and how many people? Four. <laughs> oh, okay. Four full time, and then we had some drop-ins just to check on us. Yeah. But they didn't drop in for too long, so it was mostly us. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly us. We had a lot of coffee too. Yeah, I feel really bad. I was supposed to attend that, but it sounds like you guys had a had a good time. It was just a raging success. It was a great time, except for that I'm just running on fumes, possibly hallucinating from lack of sleep. But uh, I'm gonna make it through this. Oh, this is gonna be good it, then. Yeah, shame, shameful plug though. If you want to donate, you can donate at extra-life.org/slash/participant. Slash Pete Cozy, P-E-T-E-K-O-Z-Y. Oh, so man. if you want to donate to a great cause, go, go on there. So let's do a quick rundown on what we're going to talk about today. Um, Badgers get completely dominated by Northwestern. Uh, the Bucks continue to stay undefeated. Got a big um, undefeated matchup coming up Monday against Toronto. And a little bit more NBA talk going with that. Um, Packers lose a close one. Um, to the Rams today, we'll talk a little bit about that, and if we have a little bit of time, we'll talk some fantasy football, hopefully, and see how that goes. First off, let's lead off with some corrections from our last episode. So if you guys are listening, you guys and girls and everyone out there listening, we did we did have a couple mistakes. We're, we're kind of new at this. That's okay, though. I will say we are up over 100 downloads. I like it. That, that's pretty good for two episodes. That's a benchmark. That's a first benchmark, 100 downloads. And it's crazy that is. I still don't know if that is downloads or streaming clicks. So we're gonna figure that out one day. One day. So I think so, I think there's gonna be millions, millions of streaming people. I I just don't understand. There might be millions right now, but only a hundred downloaded. Yeah, sounds good. All right. All right. So first off, Machado is still not a brewer. Sorry, Mike. Yes, scope. I meant scope. scope. Okay, scope. Everyone knows that now. All right. Corey Hart has been retired years. He retired years ago. And will not be in the outfield next season. Should have been Corey Ray. Corey Ray. Corey yeah, Ray. I was, were you, I was wrong. Were you confusing him with Corey Hart, the former brewer, or Corey Hart, the singer, the sunglasses at night? I still have him confused. I don't. I don't know. Never the surrender. That you no. get. You get those two Corey I Hart's get, confused. I get him confused. I think we should just drop Corey Hart from all future podcasts. Okay. Noted. All, yeah. Noted. Okay. Bucks shot forty six threes versus the Pacers, not forty seven, and definitely not forty six point five because that's impossible sorry about that all right and then we have more than three fans our mothers we have our fathers well maybe only two of our fathers uh we're still trying to convince mike's dad that he is funny and knows sports he knows he he will agree that i know sports he won't argue but he does not find me funny i was just trying to get him to play 20 questions with me based on what i found in his cat's litter box what the mystery item that the cat ate was. And he said he was not interested in that game, that that's not a fun game for him. If, if anybody's wondering at home, it was a rubber band. We were looking for a rubber band. <laughs> I did a rubber band. <laughs> the cat ate it. He's, he's eaten uh, Christmas tree needles, uh, tin foil in the past. Now he's eating rubber bands. And destroyed your mouse too. Yeah, broke the my nice gaming mouse by running full speed and getting the cord caught around his neck. Why we have pets will be a different episode. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, our wives, Pete and I, Pete's wife and my wife also are big fans of the show, so shameless plug to them too.
but I think you guys want to talk a little bit about the, this infamous pinchy bowl. Yeah, so I have a heated fantasy rivalry with heated. Pete. Heated. It's actually... It, we did a lot of yelling today at each we're other. We're in the midst of it right now. Yes. Currently, Pete and I are playing for the pinchy bowl trophy. And Pete is winning... Or no, I am winning mm-hmm. by three and a half points. Going into Monday night, Pete has a kicker still to go. 3.3. 3. All, all he needs is so I think, know, a kicker, yeah. So I think we're going to go ahead and give goal. this to Pete right now. Oh, so no, I'm not touching that. Pete will not, not touch it. the trophy. It's, it's the trophy. Mike instructed me perfectly that he wanted to make sure that you got that today because he claims you, it's a pretty much a, a guarantee. It's not a win. guarantee. It's a guarantee that Pete wins. Uh, kicker can't score less than four Yeah, points. it has it, the last three never, weeks for me. Though. It never happened. I've had zero points, one point, and two points for my kickers the last three that's weeks. Cause, that's because so. you picked really bad kickers. So who was your kicker this week, though? Oh, I got Brett Maher. Maher? Maher? Yeah, that'll be a I'm correction. currently working voodoo on a voodoo doll. His legs is so yeah, I got the Brett. Dallas kicker. He's done, he's done pretty good the last couple of weeks, so... And I wanted to just kind of be funny. Oh, hey, I'm probably going to... I felt pretty good about this week. I don't know. Just looked at my team like, oh, I got I got a pretty good team this week. And I just tried to be funny. I'll have, I'll have the kicker just to who does, just in case. Who does Dallas play tomorrow? For Monday. The they play Titan, Tennessee. The Titans. In, Tennessee. De, in Dallas. Uh, Ooh, in Dallas, so I, I, think so. you're, I think you're all right. I think it's no. a first drive, 40-yard no. field goal. You wrap it up. It's, it's done. You got the trophy. Just take it home tonight. No. So, so who's pinching, Mike? Well, we'll go back and see... I've had the trophy the last five years. You had the trophy the three years before that. Yes. One year, the year of it started, 2010. Why did, why did a pinchy trophy come into existence? Well, it all started from one of our road trips. Infamous Packer superfan road trip. Yes. We went to the great city of Cleveland. Great city. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Cleveland? Yes. We did get free lodging. And gas paid for. That was some of our motivation. Because Speaking of, of gas, we stopped South Chicago yep. uh, around uh, one in the morning, two in the morning, something like that. It was a great time to stop there. So good, good time to Perhaps stop the South I think, Chicago. I think, I think just north of U.S. Cellular Field. Yeah, the White Sox. Play. Yeah, yeah, beautiful area. So we made it through there somehow. We did have somebody come ask. If we could get a ride. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to hitch wanted, a ride, even yeah. though we were five guys packed into a little car. He's, He's like, still, Jennings, Greg Jennings, man, Greg Jennings. He thought if he talk, just mentioned Packers, he'd get a free ride. We, we passed on that. Yeah. We, we told him we were going to Cleveland. He's like, I'll go to Cleveland. Yeah, he, he didn't game. care. He was, he was, he was game. He yeah, was coming. He was ready with. to go. Before we got to Cleveland, we did stop at the – because we were going to go to the NFL Hall of Fame. Right. On right. The way. That, was the main, that was the main purpose of this trip. But before yeah. we could get there, we did have to stop at the RV Hall of Fame. We did stop at the RV Hall of Fame. We didn't yes. know it even existed, but when we saw the sign, it's too good <laughs> yes. to pass out there, yeah. So, yeah, we have a nice picture of all of us next to the RV Hall of Fame. We also stopped at Notre Dame's campus right. to see their stadium and Touchdown Jesus in person. I oh, apologize yeah. right now whatever happened to Touchdown Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go into it. Nope. We, we only need to go into details. All There's, I'm saying is I'm sorry. Allegedly, there might have been bathroom breaks involved. Hey, and then You got to go. You got to go. And then we went straight to Canton. We drove through the night yes, straight to Canton because normally our trips are based around a Packers road game, but this one did not involve the Packers and Browns. This was, well, to it, was go to, it was late spring. Yeah, that we yep. actually went to an Indians baseball game. Yeah. That was pretty fun. I mean, the yeah. Cavaliers were I mean, what in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Yeah, I believe it was uh LeBron's last year with the Cavs before the first he went time to around. The... That sounds right. Yeah. Think, before he took so. his talents to South Beach? Yeah, 20 Pretty sure. We watched that uh Cleveland bar, we watched the Cavs win a playoff game. Right. Which was very exciting. 
And but while while we were wandering around Cleveland, we happened into a bar, and it had a uh, it had a claw game. You know the fun. everybody. There's always a claw game in the everyone in bar, loves, right? Everyone yeah. loves the claw game. You the win. Claw game's great. Candy. I, this was the first thing I've ever seen. I mean, I was I wanted to go after the stuffed animals. Stuffed animals. I mean, it's perfect. Candy, but no, this one didn't have either of those. No, they did not. The claw goes down into a tank of water, salt mm-hmm. water, and you try salt water. You try to catch salt water. Cleveland salt water. A live lobster. Yeah, only in Cleveland, right? Only in Cleveland. So I had to play this. Yeah, there's one a lot of people right? that played. I played, missed completely. My buddy Mike that joined us just randomly um, from work, and he tried. I think he probably threw in like what ten, fifteen dollars. Oh, didn't he, win at yeah, all. I mean, he put a lot. lot. He, put he, a was in, he wanted that lobster. We, to be fair, we did hit multiple bars before we actually arrived at this bar for yeah multiple yeah the claw game. Depth perception was a little off. Yeah, but not for Mike. Yeah, all of us around all we were we had each guy around the tank, all one eyeing it, like staggering back and forth, like you gotta go left, even though you had to go back. Yeah, left didn't help at that point. Going dropping a claw into water. A little bit drunk. It, there was no science to it. Just no. But <laughs> so, my first try, I drop the claw, and what do I get? I pull out a lobster. Perfect. Winner, winner, lobster dinner. That's, yeah, lobster dinner, right. Winner, winner, lobster dinner. That was not what I was going for. I had no idea. You I mean, it's to. like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It is lobster dinner time. I had, I had that no is in- the time you eat lobster. No, from the time I started, I was thinking of this like a stuffed animal one. Like you get it and you take it home. Like it's a, it's a prize. It's a pet. How, I had how no- did the bartender feel about that when you walked? The bartender up and asked was shocked. He said I was the first person to ever to ask to keep the lobster. As a pet. I'm pretty sure you're the first person ever to win one of those. Well, lobsters. in Cleveland, I'm kind of shocked by that because also. <laughs> I don't know if I was trusting Cleveland lobsters. I don't know where that thing came from, what the <laughs> catch of the call. day is. Maybe it, maybe they pulled it out of the Cuyahoga River <laughs> through the net machine that day. I wasn't going to eat it. <laughs> so I asked for a cooler oh, filled with salt water to keep him as a pet. So did they, did they have a cooler? They gave me a styrofoam cooler. I just remember the pan later on. Later on, I think the cooler may have, I may have broke it. And you did. Yeah, yeah. I was just hugging it too tight. So it was basically water with table salt in it. Water, some table. I tried to get salt out of the machine. There's no science to this, but I had a live lobster with me for the rest of the night. Then, <laughs> for the most part, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, there's ton. We have tons of pictures. Yeah, we can, we can post mean, some pictures. That's, yeah, we used to take pictures. Of I was having fun with things. it. Random people were asking to take pictures because they were saying, "Why the hell are you out at the bar with a live lobster?" <laughs> and I was, I would set it on people's tables and then pretend it ran away and say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He runs away sometimes. <laughs> and they're just, what is that? I believe I had it on my shoulder as a parrot at one point. Yeah, I mean, Pinchy was. Having, I'm sure he was having the time of his life. He was happy to be. <laughs> How out could you that, not? He was happy to be out of that tank. Well, Pete didn't agree. No, not at all. Pete mm, thought. Pete no. thought I should have enjoyed a nice lobster. Should have dinner. enjoyed a lobster dinner from Cleveland. He was not amused. No matter where it's from, I think you should enjoy lobster. He was not amused by my screwing around. As probably, no. I might have been getting to the point. It was a little annoying. With was the this lobster. before after we bit. did like the like Brazilian steakhouse stuff, like Fogo de Chao and things like that? Was that later we started doing that? I believe so. I believe All right. Was, so yeah, then you, was, you definitely had room for a, a lobster. Oh sure, I I was hungry enough to eat. Instead, I ate Cleveland street food. Oh yeah, I, well, that was good. Nothing bad. That was there. probably the best food I ever had. The in my best life. street food. Oh no, had. best food. So I'm pretty sure I convinced all you to eat that. I don't so know. The, Cincinnati had pretty pretty good food for that. Cincinnati's you know, the good. street festivals they were having. Cincinnati's good. A good little city. Kansas City was too. 
Cleveland, they had a lot of street vendors out at night. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and I opted for that instead of a lobster dinner. They had a I lot had of stuff on the street. Just one for, sure. for a dollar. Yeah. So Pete was was kind of arguing with me. Yeah. And it I was pretty pissed. It went on probably too long. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably too Looking long. Looking back on it, I'm yeah. sure. Because we went back to where we were staying that night. We had a, like I said, we had a free apartment because of a friend's mom has a job where she travels and can sometimes bring family with. So we're staying in a free apartment and I'm yelling with Pete in the middle of the night about yeah, the lobster. Screaming at each other about lobster. <laughs> Everybody point. just wants us to go to bed. They're just <laughs> done. They're done listening to us. Yeah. And, and eventually we do. We do fall asleep. I don't, I, I probably went to the bathroom a couple times because the next day I end up going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm the only one who goes because all of you guys are just a mess. No, I remember we woke up a couple times during the night to throw salt in there. Yeah, I table actually... Salt oh, I don't remember that. I actually that's woke up be good to see if Pinchy was alive a couple oh, times. Nice. And uh, I think he died pretty early on in the night. Uh, if Pete is oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You think he died then? Because <laughs> my... No, I heard that he, he jumped out of the window. Well... I didn't know how to dispose. He tried to fly back to the sea, right? I didn't know how to dispose <laughs> no. of the dead lobster. No, I knew you finally can. You finally admitted <laughs> it's he, been what eight years that, that he was dead when I threw that him he out was the window. Because that's what I did. I didn't know for, for for Peter's sake. We for sure it was already gone. It was, it was dead. gone before finally. We did that. It was right. dead. Yes, we checked in Put the morning. It to bed. It was. We it, took a pulse. It was not probably <laughs> cared for all night. Table salt's not going to do the trick. It was probably dead when you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he barely uh, moved. I hope uh, PETA doesn't listen to this. They'll be quite upset. But I didn't know how to get rid of the lobster because we're staying in this apartment and I didn't know where the garbage goes. Yeah. So I just panicked and I threw it out like the eighth story window. <laughs> he wanted to fly back to the sea. Yeah, I thought he, I, I thought fly, he was alive. That was probably the best way to go. So he splat- splattered onto the street down below, and the last picture we ever have of Pinchy is my friend took a picture of his sprawled, <laughs> sprawled out, some of his legs broke off. Pretty sure we have the video of that. I could probably post yeah, that too. Yeah, we but, probably have that. But the the body of Pinchy failed him, but the soul fly flew on. So we have him forever, forever live on. So, yeah, that became kind of the, one of the yeah. We we argued a lot every matchup now. And most memorable moments of the trip has become a running joke of. Pete hates lobsters. I love lobsters. We, we just yeah. we turned it into a rivalry. Mike has for, a lobster shirt. He just I trolls do. me with it <laughs> all the time. Wear, I do wear the lobster shirt. Yep. So, yeah. the, so the Core Super fans, we have a, a fantasy football league. It's a 14-team league. I think there's been 16 players um, that have participated. Only two have actually left. And even some regret from people who have yeah, left. We have a waiting list for said. So we'll, we'll probably have a lot of stories coming out, out of that later on. But that's kind of where the Pinchy Bowl kind of has its place so every year when mike and pete play each other it's week the nine show. yep week nine i look forward to week nine that's the only thing i care about for fantasy football now so well, who has the running lead in said pinching bowl so i am up five to three so pete won the first three and then oh, i man, won five nice streak there but my teams weren't good then yeah we had some you were re- pretty you mike's a mike's a two-time two-time champion right yeah i'm had, a zero time champion we had a couple really <laughs> close matchups who's, who's the only guy to have three champions I don't, I don't know I don't about know. that. I've never. We don't talk that. about. We yeah. can't say his name on the air. Yeah, we'll have to find out who that is and let you guys know. Yeah. Once upon a time, you'd be <laughs> able to beat Andy in fantasy. Yeah, someday. Ten, ten years ago. Someday. But yeah, so that's kind of that's uh, the that's story a, of Pinchy. That's a little taste of our league. That's the kind of stuff we do to keep our league interesting. Is we have a lot of fun. All right. So where are you guys at right now? So we're so waiting. One, so, so just to summarize, we want we're waiting for Meredith actually get. 
what two field goals? Um, he needs four, he points. Needs four points. Four points. So yeah. I mean, he's got. So it. he can't. He, he can kick one field goal, a four pointer. Yeah, I mean, I the, think he'll. But forty. I think plus, the Cowboys. I don't know what it is. They get the ball first. They drive down. They get four yard field goal. It's over. Well, yeah, but and then he misses an extra point, and then I'm back that's, down. No, kickers never miss extra points. Right, they Pete don't. Won. Congratulations, They're, Pete. Twenty eighteen. Pinchy Bowl champion. All cut, right. Take the claim. Cut All that. right. All right. No, cut that out of there. That's it. No, we'll it's not. We'll be looking we'll we'll eagerly, no. eagerly for no. Monday. No. All right. Yeah, we got to get the pronunciation right for the Cowboys kicker. Mm-hmm. It is Brett Marr. 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 And Marr. Pete will forever remember his name now because... <laughs> <laughs> how did how did he do last week for you <laughs> kicking field goals? Um, um pretty sure he uh he missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right off the bat. My First pre- try. <laughs> my prediction was drive down 40-yard field goal uh-huh. and you win. It was yeah. close to that. They close. drove down 38-yard field goal and it missed? Uh yeah, yeah. Shakerific. It was pretty bad. So that put you that minus 1. I was up by 3.3. So that put me up by 4.3? Yes, that put you up 4.3, I believe. How did he do the rest of the game? He had two extra points. And that was it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so you lost the pinchy bowl. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and the Cowboys were at home, too, and oh, against the man. Titans. You were well, a lock. <laughs> but no. I have to say, though, I will give Pete credit. Pete played amazing defense because I was pulling out every trick. I was trying to jinx him. <laughs> I was trying to guarantee wins. I was trying to get him to touch the trophy all day and just admit that he won it. He didn't do that. I snuck it into his backpack when he wasn't looking, and when he noticed it was in there, he didn't touch it. He dumped out the backpack. Pete played great defense. That's right. Not only that, I, but I mean, you you had me take it, so I took it ahead of time before the I, podcast even, and I even snuck it out to him in the middle of the podcast. He refused to even touch it. I was trying everything. I was even tempting higher powers to try to stop Pete from winning the podcast. I Podcast or Pinchy Bowl? Win the po- podcast Pinchy Bowl, whatever go. it is. <laughs> put that on crashes. Cue it up for next week. I'll mark that one. Down. I started, I was doing everything. I was doing voodoo, black magic, Santeria. I felt so good. Bad juju on, Ma- on Mar. I, I might have accidentally sold my soul to the devil. I don't even Maybe. know. All to win the Pinchy Bowl. Three points. I started yelling Steve Perry when he attempted that field goal and he missed it. So that might have actually been it. That I saw the field goal and I went right to bed. I just I didn't even <laughs> want to deal with it. You the just, stress of it just just made me so mad. You seem defeated. I can't but take it. After that though, I still expected to lose. I still had to sweat that out, and I was thinking, now that just gave me false hope. Like I'm gonna sit here and watch the whole game, just waiting for that yeah, day. So you sweat it out, and I just went to bed because I'm like, screw it. I'm not even gonna deal with this. Can't, every can't take it every cowboys drive once they got close enough it's like they need a touchdown now like i, I can't have them settle for a field goal and then they'd get a touchdown <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything so awesome. went right. it wasn't an extra point at least i guess so do you have something yeah. to give to mike then yeah uh i don't know why i'm giving this to you because you won last year but here you go We'll hand it over to Andy because we're across the room from That's each because other. I, i'd relinquished it i was so sure i was gonna you didn't relinquish i didn't touch it it that, was did, the, that was the first time touching it. Andy did touch it, and it did. Stay <laughs> That's the at first his house. time I touched that thing in like five years, too. So it's back. <laughs> the trophy is going where it belongs. It has to go on my wall. There's now like a spot, a clean spot on the wall where that's been hanging yeah. for years. So. Yeah, I can't. I don't even know where it went on my wall. I can't even tell. 
All right, so what was the, so what is the actual record right now, Stan? So Pete won the first three pinchy bowls, and with this comeback, that puts my winning streak up to six. Oh my god! So in nine oh, years, no. it's three and six. That means that next season we'll be entering a real landmark it milestone is. pinchy bowl of pinchy bowl ten, pinchy bowl X. It's gonna be my year. Pete, I got this. Pete's probably gonna draft to just have all week nine players. Yeah, and when I win this. I'm done with fantasy. You're done. Like I'm taking the trophy and I'm keeping it. You so you pretty you, so you pretty much jinx yourself. You're never gonna win the pinch. I'm ball. never gonna. You know, win you, you, know you threaten ball. to quit fantasy though a lot. Yeah, I do. I know. Now, Andy, do you think we should allow Pete to stay with the podcast if he quits fantasy? I don't know. I mean, he might be the best member of the podcast then at that point because he's gonna have so much extra time on his hands. Actually, that's true. I would I would assume you would just be gone and you would have the probable to return podcast <laughs> with Chris from Ireland as your co-host. Yeah, I'm gonna call that guy up, See get him on my podcast. I hear he's available. I'm podcast Pete. Probable return. <laughs> so let's finally get around to answering Sam's question, which was if you could pick one Wisconsin sports athlete to keep in his prime forever, who would it be? And Sam mentioned Paul Molitor of the Brewers. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Coincidentally enough, as I'm trying to fall asleep at 3 in the morning and watching YouTube, recommended for me on YouTube was Game 6 of the 1993 World Series. Wow. Wow. Blue Jays, Phillies. So I I click on that because that's famously Joe Carter's walk-off run, the only World Series game to end on a walk-off. So I'm like, I'm going to watch that moment. And right before Joe Carter, Paul Molitor up there, he was the MVP. He was 12 for 24, two doubles, two triples, two home runs that series. And I was thinking, yeah, what a great hitter he was. Yeah, he was awesome. He was just a pure hitter, hitting leadoff for the Brewers all those years. He was injured a couple of years in, in between, but he was still just yeah, solid. Yeah, he had a great career. But have you guys given this some thought? Yeah, I you might I did. I mean, it's kind of tough because what do you choose? Packers, Brewers, Bucks, maybe? Let's just go with the big uh, three, I guess. Right. I, I mean, we all wanted Dan Jansen in right. his prime for the rest of Because, <laughs> man, Bonnie speed Blair. skating. Dominant, speed yeah. game, it has to be one of the best sports in the Olympics, really. So, mm-hmm. What about the curling team? Ooh. Does that count as one? Or do I they're have to they're in their water? prime right now. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. Maybe ten years down the line, we'll answer that again, and then it'll be curling. But I uh, I had a couple guys. I'll just uh, can I rattle off my my guys and sure. then tell you my whoa, big whoa, whoa, choice whoa, whoa. or what do you want to do you here? Have, you have a multiple. I have a lot, man. I have tough. I have two honorable mentions and then my actual. Pick. Okay, okay. I have three. So I have uh, one, two, three, four. Okay, and anyone speak up if you uh, have a duplicate. Then. Okay, so, so I'll start off with the Packers. Okay. I have I have Amon Green and Sterling Sharp as my two like big prime guys. I would love I would have loved to keep Amon Green. He ages twenty three to twenty six. He averaged fourteen hundred yards, sixty receptions, and he also had four hundred seventy eight yards receiving on average. He also amassed forty one touchdowns in those seasons. He was he had the eighteen hundred yard. That um, rushing eighteen eighty three. It kind of got really was MVP. It got overshadowed because it's the same year Jamal Lewis ran for two thousand. Right. So yeah, kind of forgot that he had almost nineteen hundred yards rushing. Right, and then Sterling Sharp, of course, he had the two back to back over a hundred yards receiving. I mean, if we would have had him, like that would have been in the modern. You just, you just gave modern me chills. NFL? Just gave me chills right, thinking yeah. if we had Sharp and, right now. And he has the Packers' all time leading rusher. He did take over Jim Taylor's yes. um, rushing record when he came back to us in two thousand nine. 
Yeah. Just edge it out with 8,322. So those are my Packers. Uh, Brewers, I have two. Uh, kind of different ones, maybe. I'm hoping I catch you guys off mm-hmm. guard. So I have Cecil Cooper. Nice. My oh. dad would be proud of that one. And I have Ben Sheets. Ooh. Ooh. So Cecil Cooper, Ooh. I don't know. He wasn't in Ooh. our era. I mean, he was in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Uh, but he hit 300 every year. He had 122 and 126 RBIs at one point in his career to lead the league. He was under 100 Ks every year. Um, he also had a .993 fielding percentage as a first baseman, and he was an MVP candidate for five of the six years he he played in those in those years. I was kind of twenty age twenty eight to 20, 28 to thirty three for the Brewers. So, well, our listener Sam mentions Paul Molitor. My dad always says he loved those Brewers teams, where it was Molitor, Yount, Cooper. That was the one, two, three yeah. for years, and. Those guys could all just hit. Cooper maybe gets overlooked because right. of hitting behind. But you Mollett look at his average. Like he averaged three fifty one year. Like he yeah. was a solid yeah, hitter. So and then Ben Sheets, of course. I think of the one year, and he might be a really good choice for me. But I, I my number one is not him. So but but Ben Sheets had that one year. We had a two hundred sixty four strikeouts, five complete games, ERA of two point seven zero, WHIP of nine point nine eight. Like he I was remember. eighth in Cy Young. But he ended up under 500 because the Brewers right. could not hit whenever he, he pitched. He lost the ER title to Randy Johnson yes. on like the last day or the la- one of the last days yeah. of the season that year. That's that how good was he was. Yeah. So I'll save my I'll save it for the end. I think I think. Oh, we'll you're gonna leave some suspense, huh? Or do you want me yeah. to say it now? Well, we'll mm-hmm. save it for then. I'll let okay. you guys talk now. Because I also have two honorable mentions, but do you want to go first, Andy? So wait, wait. I don't have any bucks, but I do have to give props. There are a couple guys every e- every era, but. Whoa. 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 No, I, I have, I mean, Kareem Dandridge in the 70s. You have Oscar. Moncrief, Marcus Johnson in the 80s. And then, of course, Ray Allen, I think, would be my boss. Oscar Robertson. He was in the later of his career. Oh, man, I think so he, but I was thinking more towards what he did for the team. So Oscar didn't wasn't a triple-double guy. He was with the Cincinnati Royals. Royals, yes. Cincinnati Royals, so. That's when well, he had his You mentioned doubles. Kareem. I did have him as one of my honorable mentions. Nice. It's a little tough because he only played six years, but in those realizing the six years he was with the Bucks, he was an all-star every year, MVP three times, and they did win the title the 70-71 season. So oh, definitely. He was solid. So I want to I do Kareem as well. I looked back on it, but the more I researched about that a little bit, the more of the turmoil that he brought to the team, right. wanting to leave, basically demanding to leave milwaukee basically yeah he's, he just refused to play for milwaukee and he had brought a title to the city so i think so, so what it i didn't made it so i didn't know if sam does all that come with it so the prime think, of kareem i think you'd have to take the off the field baggage too i think so too yeah off the court but yeah. i think it's it's kind of nice to see just right now that he supports the bucks yeah so. i think i mean the city's transformed i think we're a much different city than it was back then right. and i and i do like that he's an ambassador for the bucks so yeah he said he kind of regrets the way things went down that yeah it was pretty brutal if you ever read there's a i forgot what the story is maybe we'll post it on on social media but yeah that was an interesting write-up about the background and how that really went down as told by himself so Definitely Google that if you want to go into it. It's cr- pretty crazy. So one of your honorable mentions was Kareem. Got right. Any, who else do you got here? No. Do so you want one of my honorable sure, mentions? Sure, yeah. So one of my honorable mentions was CeCe Sabathia. Oh, what a fun year that was. So the, what, inter- what was interesting about that is we got him for half a year. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm basically saying I want to steal that half a year, and I want that forever. So in that, in that half a year, 
He had seven complete games, and three of those were shutouts. And he went on. He went on to pitch eleven wins, two losses, an ERA. I think below three was it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And over 128 strikeouts in less than half of season. What was also interesting I thought about was he actually was fifth in voting for the NL Cy Young, which is crazy. And sixth in MVP. <laughs> Everybody remembers MV- he came from the AL yeah, to the he, NL. He played half, half, like half a, a year, season. Yeah. And also sixth in voting an MVP. Yeah, that's really crazy. He had the, so the, the no hitter. Option. The no hitter was taken away from him against the Pirates when he had he, he basically the had the air. He dropped it was right. an air, and then um, he pitched every three days. Yeah, remember he was pitching on short rest. I remember one game, he hit a home run. Yeah, that was a yeah, game winning home run, and pitched like a shutout or yeah. a one run game. He, he was, was just amazing doing it all. It's a good choice. Yeah, and he he really was a big reason we broke that long playoff drought. Finally, right, two thousand eight, right. we had not yeah. been to the playoffs. So my thought was like, if you can give the Brewers an ace. For eternity, that was an interesting pick. But honorable mention. Well, that's a good one. How many more honorable mentions do you have? Uh, one more, and then I have uh, the actual pick. All right, I have one more too, but this, this could be someone's actual pick. This is honorable mention. Hammer and Hank Aaron. Ooh, not an yeah. actual pick nice. for me. That's nice. a good pull. Yeah, I think he gets, it kind of gets forgotten how long he was in Milwaukee. Yeah, with the Braves. Remember with the Braves? He had... 12 seasons with the Milwaukee Braves, then nine with the Atlanta Braves, and then two back with the Milwaukee Brewers right. to end his career. So right. he had 14 years in Milwaukee. And I mean, everyone knows, you know, there's not much to say about right. Hank Aaron. I mean, he, they won the World Series in 57. He was the MVP that year. And that's Milwaukee's last great baseball year, I so, guess. So my uncle is a huge fan of Hank Aaron. He's, he's a big fan of the Milwaukee, Bre- not the Milwaukee Brewers, but the Milwaukee Braves. And what was interesting is he always bugged him that he broke the home run record in Atlanta. Yeah. Like that was very, even to this day, he still talks about that. Like that should have happened in Milwaukee. His, he was a Milwaukee brave. He's a Milwaukee brave. And then he's a Milwaukee brewer at the end, like you mentioned. So I don't like to this day, he was a huge Braves fan and it still rubs him the wrong way that he didn't do it in Milwaukee. Yeah. It's so. kind of a shame. The Atlanta Braves get like all the credit for his success, even though it's, he spent 12 years with the Milwaukee Braves. It's just, he's just remembered as. How many, how many years was he actually with Atlanta before he came back? Nine years with Atlanta. Well, it's a heck of a career. Yeah. He still is the all time leader in RBI and total bases. Obviously, wow. certain cheater may have passed him in home runs. <laughs> and if you want to do one other pick, I did ask before we get into our actual picks, mm-hmm. I did pull my son. Mm-hmm. I gave him the background mm-hmm. and let him pick. So I was expecting, to be honest, I was expecting Giannis was almost his pick, just that for relevance right one. now, and I and I couldn't have argued with that one. He did debate over Aaron Rodgers, which I was like, hmm, also be a good one. That is one of my honorable mentions. But he actually settled on Christian Yelich. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting to hear his background of why he thought that. We'll, we'll see what he does for the rest of his career as a Brewer, but solid choice so far. Yeah, talking about prime, yeah. he's in it right now. Mm-hmm. He just liked it because of all the off-the-field stuff he said he did as well because he hears about all the stuff that he did donating his time and all the stuff he did at like the children's hospital. Um, so that was all equally played into it. So I was actually pretty pretty interested to hear what he said, had to say, not just on the field stuff. He'll take over my my spot pretty soon, <laughs> being eight years old. When, once he's 10, maybe. <laughs> right. All right. Does that mean we're down to everyone's actual pick? Well, I I did, did I didn't act, know we were going this somebody, format. I told you all my picks. Did somebody actually? Oh, I got my one pick. Oh, who, so did somebody actually your, pick Aaron Rodgers? No, 
So that was my no. other, that was no. my other honorable so, mention. So who is your who is your? One so I'll eight? start off because I ha- I kind of told you all my guys. My yeah, honor- I had three honorable mentions and my guy. So, so I I really something that we really need right now as a Packer fan is Amon Green. Amon Green in his prime was an elite back, and he was something that I would love to have over and over and over with Aaron Rodgers. We would win championship after championship after championship with with uh, Amon Green on this team, I feel. He was just so dynamic. But what happens when Aaron Rodgers retires and there's no QB anymore? Then you have Amon Green. Just feed him the ball 25 times like you used to. I don't know. I, I just really Stacked liked Amon Green. I think my, my decisions were between um, probably Ben Sheets and Amon Green. Sheets in so that one so year. You gave us your nominees and yeah, best picture goes to. Best picture, like, I think Amon I Green. I did love Amon Green. That. 2003 season we mentioned the 1883 rushing that's one of the most fun Packer seasons ever for a season that didn't right. result in a title well that was the year they had he had a 90 yard touchdown I believe right against Denver against Denver and everybody was looking up at the screens because of who Ari- was Arizona Minnesota Arizona, Minnesota yeah. yeah yeah the the pool touchdown and, and that was the year we really did turn the offense into a run first team it was right it was run to set up Favre in the pass instead of trying to make Favre win every game and yeah definitely yeah. i mean you just think of what he what he did and 1400 yards a year right. and like you said his pass catching skills would yeah. really fit in in the modern nfl definitely so that's my choice do you mind if i take the next one mike sure go ahead so the one honorable mention i really wanted to pass across was aaron i think he's a generational Obviously, player yeah I, I guess we should mention aaron his, his 2011 season still goes down as uh almost a statistical anomaly on how right. efficient he was Led the team to a fourteen-one record. The one loss, as we mentioned earlier, was when the Superfans went to Kansas City. But he, his touchdown per, like percentage efficiency was ridiculous. He, it's still one of the top in NFL history. But that was not my pick. No, nobody took Aaron. My pick as well is Amon Green. Nice, oh. nice. So like it. So one of the things I I mentioned since arriving in Green Bay in two thousand from Seattle. He got voted to four consecutive uh, Pro Bowls yes. between 2001 and 2004, despite his tendency to fumble. Yeah. Other than that, like I'm, I think all I have done, the same thing as Pete had mentioned, I think having a constant runner, especially in today's NFL, he could catch the ball too. That would just be wonders to have, to not have to worry about a running back yeah. and not break down. I guess that's the big thing. Quarterbacks, they have longevity, and I think the game is becoming easier for them. The running game is still something that a, a decent quarterback will still always need. So I think having one of those type of running backs in his prime forever would be amazing. Definitely. Yeah, we were kind of just talking about this before the podcast, how it seems like there's kind of a handful of really elite running backs, and then it seems like all the rest are so right. interchangeable. Some random guy we've never heard of for the Ravens had 100 yards. So, I mean, I'm hoping Aaron Jones can be special, but, yeah, if you have someone like Amon Green... I guess like one thing I didn't guy. even notice either was he had six 1,000-yard rushing seasons, and that's a, still a Packer record, and he beat like Jim Taylor's five. So Jim Taylor was the running back royalty for the yeah. Packers until I'm on Green. a very came. long time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually going to pick him, and I just I think the the type of runner in today's NFL, I think Amon was a better fit, so that was my pick. So nice Good job, choice. Pete. Good choice. And you're going to find this crazy drum roll please right we got my pick is uh, no um i picked russell russell wilson 
How many times oh have you said, right. if we just had a quarterback, oh, the Badgers would yes, be good? definitely. Well played, sir. Russell Holy Wilson. Cow. One season, 2011. It's the most passing yards in the season, 3,175. Most touchdown passes in a season for a Badgers quarterback, 33. But honestly, did that, was that much of a record you could really break? I mean, he could have done you know that what, left-handed. Do you know what second place is? Hornibrook last year oh, is the second man. most touched, second best touchdown you pass. Guys, what was the number? What was 20, the number? Twenty-five. I would have guessed Bevel maybe. There is guys like low twenties were good seasons. So Russell Wilson, he's also the. What did like Stave and like Sorge have? Any of those have like twenty years? Bollinger. Like, yeah, there Bollinger were. Was good Bollinger's more of a like, runner, maybe. I don't know. Like yeah, like low twenties. Oh, it's that's how bad it is. Russell so, Wilson we're, is we're the so bad. All-time completion percentage leader at seventy-two point eight percent. Just playing one season was one enough. Season. So thank yeah. you, NC State. Plug Russell Wilson into every Badgers lineup. That is ever, amazing. Yeah, and there you go. They good choice. They lose to Alabama in the title game every year. You always one up us. Mike. Lock it in. That's awesome. I even thought about from a. Uh, like There's a couple of things I considered. Also, it was like Michael Finley with the Badgers basketball, somebody like that, and his prime, constantly being part of the the program. I just. I think NCAA gets overshadowed the pro so much, but nice pull. Yeah. So that kind of wraps up Sam's question. I think, Thanks, uh, Sam. That I think was a good conversation. I really yeah. like that question. Keep them coming. We got to get people in our mailbag more. Yeah, keep them up. We, as you as mentioned, like these are real people writing into us. We try to get you on the show as soon as we can. So you should hear your your mail pretty quickly after you submit it. I know we were a little bit late with uh, Chris from Ireland one, um, so we'll try to do better, Chris. He did write in and mention that he flew in. To the states for the Packers Dolphins game, so welcome wow. to America. Hey, Chris from Ireland. I hope you had a good time. Hope hope Green Bay was good for you. Let's go and look at some news. What happened this weekend? So it looks like Kyler Murray won the Heisman. How do it you guys feel? Do you feel like he was the right pick? The more I thought about it, I I didn't really look into it too much beforehand i thought Tua was the go to ha- go ahead winner but um more i looked at it I, th- I think yeah the thing is they all were pretty similar except right. for that murray scrambles because tua and haskins are more just pocket yeah. passers and murray and it does seem like heisman awards favor scrambling quarterbacks usually Jameis winston won it without being too much of a scrambler but like lamar jackson's won it recently mm-hmm. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. like all the quarterbacks who scramble and put up, you know, 800 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns. It's like, you, you're in. You're the Heisman winner. So I think this looks good for Lincoln Riley, right? Back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. So that's what worries me a little bit. I, As I said, I would like the Packers to bring him in. Not that I think this winning the Heisman shouldn't change anything. Right. It's not like he did coaching to win the Heisman, but I think it, the media attention it gets to say, hey, Lincoln Riley produced back-to-back Heisman quarterbacks is going to make his name just mentioned more and yeah, I think create some buzz. It's got to be something. I mean, I, I you think you got to give some credit to Kyler to preparing and be ready to follow Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But it has to be – I mean, it has to be said that it's got to be coaching-related, whether you or you're having your staff getting a guy prepared that you can go you can go right from like a All-American – talent like baker mayfield heisman trophy winner yeah baker mayfield and step right in with another guy and, and do almost a repeat yeah, performance that's pretty amazing because everybody thought you know is oklahoma going to be able to, to sustain that offensive 
you know, juggernaut they've been to get back to the playoff. And, yeah, they made the playoff again with another Heisman quarterback. So good on Oklahoma's part. But not without controversy. <sighs> As it always is. Twitter. How does this keep happening? It's because I think we don't realize as much because we're all getting older that Twitter has been around basically we've been adults the whole time twitter's been around right. for some of these guys that are college kids he was in like you know yeah. late middle school starting high school yeah. when yeah, twitter was started true. we were just getting excited with having phones that had snake on it and could send text <laughs> yeah. messages oh, before yeah. we got the bill with that 10 cents a message that parents would get so angry <laughs> oh, admit, yeah. we so all angry. had we all had pagers <laughs> In high school, in grade school, probably. And it wasn't for illicit activity. Uh, Snake as the best game on your phone (laughs) and 10 cent text messages sounds like the dark age. (laughs) Right. Light up face plates and colorful antennas. I remember one time I did say. Nokia 5160. I am not texting. At one point I said that. This this is ridiculous. I am not doing this. Yeah. I even. (laughs) No, most people just text because they don't want to. text me like, oh, I'm going to spend 10 cents. I remember that that too. And uh, I would sometimes, someone would text me about, like, what do you want to do tonight or want to hang out? And I would call 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 them back. back. I'd call them back. I'm not wasting money. I'm not spending money texting you back. But didn't you get get dinged even when people sent it to you? Yeah. Yeah, Some some plans, people would mess with you. I remember those stories. Just send you like just a period over and over again, or like just one one character and just yeah. ha ha ha. Here I we go again. I remember playing a prank on somebody because so you could go to whatever your carrier's site was and you could send it via the their web page. So you could no. just be a no. Jerk I just send that's what she said. Gifts to everything. <laughs> yeah, now we're a completely different world. Right. But do you think that? I mean, I hope we. I have two kids. I'm hoping to teach them some responsibility that the social media aspect like that lives on yeah. whether you, you uh, want it to or ways, not. ways to scrub these things. I uh. know. Well, you see, keep seeing Kevin Hart just had it happen. Our right. own Josh Hader had it happen. This stuff just resurfaces because once you yeah. put it out there, it's there forever. So I kind of feel for him. I mean, he was like 14, 15 years old. If yeah. I had tw- Twitter at 14, I would, sure, I would be incredibly sure embarrassed. In that, yeah, I would yeah. be embarrassed by some of the stuff I posted. I'm embarrassed in some things I've posted yesterday yeah i'm embarrassed by most of the things i say on this podcast for example jordy nelson retiring oh yeah <laughs> let's not mention that yeah Oops. just pretend that Every, a lot of people rode rolled oh, that yeah that was wave. that was a hot take of the day and then that quickly hot take Whoops. last laugh with jordy what else in news mike well we got to talk about we had the wisconsin bowl for basketball college basketball wisconsin and marquette big game every year Yes. I'm always excited about it. I went to Wisconsin. My dad went to Marquette. Did you guys watch it together? He did. We did. Oh, no. My dad had a rivalry in the house. My dad was a student at Marquette in 1977 when they won the national championship. Young man. Al McGuire? Yeah. So he was, he, was, he was at a lot of games that season. He's always been Marquette basketball fan. So we usually, we, normally we bet stuff on this. We couldn't agree on a good Has thing. Has he gone to, to the Pfizer Forum to watch him play yet? He is not. We're actually just talking about getting tickets maybe right, to a Marquette right. game instead of the Bucks, a maybe cheaper game, and to That's spend fair. a lot of time also walking around and looking at stuff and maybe not if feel this, bad if we miss if, some yeah, parts of the game. Yeah. If the schedule's aligned and you don't mind somebody taking along, Pete and I would be in. Yeah, you guys could take my dad while I <laughs> have a nice reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, You'll we'll, have a date night we'll, with Luna? Well, Yeah, Luna would love... Uh, just a night in if i just we'll take your dad you guys take my dad 
Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll just switch off. How about we just tell dad. our dads to take each other? How about, yeah, how about <laughs> our dads just dad's go night. together? Yeah, we'll, let's we'll, just pick our dads. We'll tell them one friends. night that we'll meet you guys there. And oh, we'll Christmas idea. We just all give them tic- uh, one ticket, and they just happen to be sitting next to each other. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> then they'll have to get to know each other. If you have a dad who's retired and bored, we're starting a club for him. Call 555 but the thing I got to talk about from this game is <laughs> sorry we main, derailed that. The main talking point. So Marquette won <laughs> the game in overtime. Oh, it was it was a hard it's a good game. game. It's a good game. Uh, it was Ethan Happ versus Marcus Howard show. Both those guys Impressive. are legit Impressive. top I, top players. I really in like the to see this performance from Ethan Happ in his senior year. I, I like to see him. Yeah, he had performing a, at the a, top of his game a right great now. Great game. Marcus Howard actually didn't play that well. I think he took twenty. Nine shots, something like that, to get to score. 20. He missed a lot of shots. He was like seven of twenty-nine or something terrible from the field. Wow. But he was good at the free throw line, and he made up for it there. But it was they were really carrying their teams offensively. Game goes to overtime. In overtime, Marquette has a two-point lead, and the new Grayson Allen, college <laughs> basketball, Brad Davison, runs by. Is he a freshman? He is a sophomore. Was he, he retro freshman or is he, he's he a played true last sophomore? year? He played last year and was pretty good. Okay. And he starts now. He had no points this game. He was 0 of 3, all three pointers, all misses. And he went to the line three times, all misses. So he had no <laughs> points. It's over. So when you're ever in a game like that, you got to make up for it somehow. You got to do a groin shot to Marquette's <laughs> freshman, Joey Hauser, who had been hitting threes from the corner. So he he's trying to run around a screen right in that same spot. And he just groin punches Joey Hauser, gets called for a flagrant foul. Eh, it wasn't a punch. Pete disagrees. You don't think it, it was, was a not punch. a low blow. It was not a low blow. It was a low blow. But I mean he's coming through the pick. He the guy so, moved and strategically put his legs where his arm was gonna go when you're running. He so of course you run with fists. Uh, Mike runs with his hands out. I do. I run. I run like T one thousand with my with my hands with my hands straight. Pete, out. Pete runs I like run he's with, uh, air punching. Yeah, like predator, like, like, like Rocky. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm punching and if, everything. If, and if Joey Hauser throws his groin in the way, yeah, that's just get, that's collateral. Get, get away from your fist. Collateral damage. Then, your huh? giblets hit my fist. It's not my fault. Well, I will say Brad Davison is already most. People don't like him. If you are not a Badgers fan, as a Badgers fan. Don't you fan, want that guy on your team? That's what they say. It, it, when he starts doing stuff like this, you <laughs> don't. Because he's a guy who. I guess. If it's late in games, I guess but so. But He draws a lot of charges, and everybody says he dives about five times a game and hopes to get calls. Hey, that's that's why, how you do it, though. That's yeah. why a lot of people don't like him. And he just gets the, the you know the scrappy, hardworking player reputation. Fan favorite. But I think it was a pretty, a pretty solid groin shot. I don't know the player the the guy who got it he didn't really seem affected by I it. I think he had right. a yeah, I think he had a quality cup on. He is a freshman though, I mean. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, he's a freshman. He didn't know. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. <laughs> I mean, I've I've done <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. He's got to grow up. We're going to go there. We might have to get explicit on this. Thing. Oh, I think we're right. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, anyway, I'm just saying ter- it's so, a bad move. All right. So I didn't see it. I watched the beginning of the game, and then we had an engagement party for my um, sister-in-law. So I didn't get to see this aspect of the game. So I watched it, the replay. At first, I didn't know <laughs> what I was looking for. So I, it wasn't that obvious. But then when we slowed it down and I actually saw it, I'm kind of in between. I, I kind of agree with the Pete. 
Like Joey didn't get affected by it at all, so it couldn't have been too much of a good punch. He didn't hey, do a classic WWE like get on one knee. Yeah, he, see, you you watch too much wrestling. You I ex- do. I you expected him expect to like, like the him, the guy to like yeah. yeah. You expected him like to really stars sell and it. birds around his head. Yeah. First of all, yeah, I think no, Joey had was coming to well. him for that moving screen. I don't know how that wasn't called. He was moving sideways before he was even coming across. Well, it's classic it's, moving it's screen. because it's just the rule of uh, grind punches trump moving screens every time. So I think it should be like NFL, the offset. You think? Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that a natural running motion, though, with his fist like that? I thought. Yeah, that's I how I to, run. I used to do that move in Street Fighter all the time, the, the uppercut punch. from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've done worse things. Oh, you than, could, he can't help it that Joey that Hauser's family jewel region is. That Guile's is, move? That's uh, Ryu and Ryu? Ken. Yeah. Guile, doesn't Guile do that move? Uh, we'd have to look into Guile this. Right I, was say, I was going to say, I've done lesser damage know, to Dal Sim's head Guile. than he did to Joey Hauser's groin, is all I'm saying. No, I'm thinking, you think of E Honda? <laughs> oh, with the just just mash karate just mash chop, karate chop. Yeah. you just sit in the corner and just mash karate yeah. chop everything. It's unstoppable. Yeah, it's unstoppable. Un- like Blanca, you just be electric, <laughs> electric all the time. <laughs> Chun Li, the kicks, it's all yeah. unstoppable. No, yeah, you just do their special move. <laughs> right in with your most unstoppable Street Fighter move from twenty years ago. After <laughs> after the, the answer, be like, what? Yeah, this is what are we doing? All right. Well, I'm just okay. saying. But seriously, I, back to sports. I'm just saying, I'm a little. Disappointed with Brad Davis. No, I don't, think, I don't think it's Brad's fault that Joey Hauser's family jewel region is at the height as he's going around that screen. He can't help it that Joey Hauser's like I mean, twice he, as tall as he is. He probably is. was mad. He probably gave him a little little poke, but I guess threw the hip out in the moving screen. You're coming around that pick. What are you supposed to do? Some of the reason I was so upset too game. was it was a two point game in overtime and he does that and they got two free throws, which both were made and the ball back, but they missed a shot getting the ball back, but still gave him two points. I don't know. Honestly, I wonder how much that actually really it probably happens way more frequently. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it, know. it used to happen really frequently last year when Grayson Allen was on Duke. It happened <laughs> three times a year. Oh man, that guy. Or Draymond That Green guy was he, pretty more yeah. extreme though. Hey, Draymond Green like does a flat out like karate kick. Yeah, and he got suspended for the finals. I'm just saying, Brad Davison, don't do that kind of stuff in close games. He's already if it was anyone else, they might give him the benefit of the doubt. Public but service announcement. Fair. Brad Davison just seems like he's kind of becoming he's be an unlike, bit with that stuff. unlikable badger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, everybody on the Bucks can shoot threes, except for John Henson. John Henson, after today, is now shooting 39.3% from three-point range. Made another one today. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think? I said he can't shoot threes. What do you think a guy who can competently shoot threes, what would you say a fair percentage for that is? Thirty. Yeah, to be competent. Not great, but not, but but good enough to keep shooting them. Maybe like 35. Three, 30, 30, 33 to 35, I would think. How about this then? If he finishes the season shooting 35% or above from three, okay. I have to buy his jersey. <laughs> I like that. So, so which are you going to get? Are you going to get the classic Bucks jersey or are you going to get the Mecca jersey? Ooh. Um, not the Mecca jersey. Why? So do you guys <laughs> like the Mecca jersey? They did this last season, a special jersey. That jersey was nice last season. I love that Cream one. City, right? Cream City. That oh, looked, man. That, that was a hot sharp. jersey. It's hard to get that one. That looks sharp. Uh, looking at this one, <laughs> yes. there's, a, there's a lot going on here. There is, there is too much going on. 
general rule of thumb is maybe one to two colors. There's two shades of yellow. <laughs> green, I think one's good enough. Yeah, two shades of yellow. There's yellow, green, not a buck's green color. numbers and letters. Okay. They got a red spot on the shoulder. Right. And then their shorts have yellow, blue, and green. Is this an Olympics logo? It seems like it. The first thing that came <laughs> to my mind is there's a lot of yellow, uh-huh. green, and red. And I was thinking, why, why does that seem... Why do those colors seem to go together in some way? And it's because, as you all know, I'm a big fan of flags. I love <laughs> flags of the world. Flags, yeah. I actually do because I always run soccer pools and I always <laughs> put the team flags next to them to identify them. We do a lot of World Cup betting and oh, all that. World Cup, yeah. Red, green, if we and can, yellow. If we can bet on it, we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find a pool. Red, green, and yellow are very common for African countries. <laughs> like... <laughs> Ghana, Senegal. Yes. Guinea. Nice. Good pull. Ethiopia. Oh, oh yes. Look up Ethiopia's soccer jersey. Okay. Oh. It is, it is yellow yeah. with, a, with a red sleeve. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And a blue sleeve. Are we going to get copyright infringement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then a, and then a blue circle with a star in it. It kind of reminds me of that where there's just there's too much going on. And all I can think of when I see that Mecca jersey is soccer african soccer jerseys oh my so God. that is what this mecca is so how, how how many times are they gonna wear this all year is it just once i, I hope i don't think once? so i think it's like a dozen to be totally honest oh i think they wear it a lot i i think pete, they wore the cream cities a lot pete if you don't mind us giving out a little personal info about no, you, I, that's fine you're a graphic designer yes i am you do this kind of <laughs> stuff for a living yeah well, not design jerseys, well, but, but design stuff. You design, sure. you design stuff. You've, you've you've designed sports logos for for schools. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you think of this Bucks jersey? Yeah, I just pulled it up here. I really, I'm in awe <laughs> of, how, <laughs> of how bad it is. Yeah, I I don't. Uh, I just got nothing to say. This thing's just so terrible. <laughs> to me, it looks like. They just loaded a bunch of paint into a shotgun and fired it onto a basketball uniform. And you just got colors everywhere. There's too What's many with colors. the blue on the shorts? Yeah, there's there's blue trim for no reason. It's I think Why do they are... keep trying to add this blue into the colors? Because of the lake? Like, I don't get the I don't get it. I, I get it if I they want to the say with the, with the floor, I hate the blue. I get it if they want to do blue though with like cream city, just a touch of blue with I, green I, and cream. I feel like this is a uniform straight out of like Semi-pro with Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so bad. It has this? no business in the NBA. I hate it. I, I don't want to watch. They're going to be wearing it for 12 games this season. 12, 12 games. Oh, I was hoping it'd just be one. It is not. So I, I have seen, and you can make it work. You can make the Mecca floor work. I've seen a couple out there that actually almost replicated the exact floor. I think they had like a diamond in the middle with the number, and the font was actually the Mecca font, not the weird bucks font with this weird colored jersey whatever they got going on so i don't know fail i don't like I, it i don't know thumbs down it, if it was inspired by the mecca floor which was also inspired by the 20-year run from the bucks arena they had a 582 and 209 record and then they had kareem playing on that team in city moncrief mm-hmm. oscar robinson and the whole crew if it brings the bucks good luck so be it wear it wear it okay yeah, I'm all for it then. I'll tell you this. But if they lose, 
the, burn it. The John Henson jersey I'm going to have to buy at the end of the year, it's not going to be this one. Deal. It's not going to be the uh, Ethiopian soccer team jersey that says <laughs> Harley Davidson and Bucks oh, on it. Oh, man. Oh, the Will Harley, Harley Davidson pass on it, too? Yeah, because that oh. even, it's got a Nike symbol on one shoulder and the Harley Davidson patch. So it just seems cluttered. Oh. Everything about it just oh, it off- does. offends it my so senses. Does. Sorry, the I'm the the Harley logo doesn't even line up with the Bucks font. <laughs> yeah, they, they CP, as a graphic designer, it's going to drive you more and, and then, more crazy um, the more you look at it. I can't. Oh jeez. But uh, oh, there's well. two tones. There's two tones of blues on that shorts. <laughs> yes. There's two. There's not one. There's two. I, I didn't hear you. Let's say see how that. many colors we can cram so into the, this uniform. It's not even just number of colors. It's how many shades of multiple so the colors jersey, we can have too. The jersey starts out sunshine yellow and then goes to a deeper yellow and then goes back to sunshine. If, if anybody out there can defend <laughs> this jersey, please, please write into the mailbag. Yes, please do. I want to hear someone I defend. Can't, I can't this. defend this. Even seventies loving. NBA fans would be like, what the hell? There, and there's some jerseys I like that are kind of like ugly in a way that I can kind of appreciate because it kind of is from a different era, like the old uh, Astros uniforms sure. with, the, uh, sure. with the horizontal stripes. Sure. But this is just like a mess. This is a complete this is, mess. This is futures MLB. I'll, yeah. mess. I'll take Tampa Bay creamsicle orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over Any this. Day. Oh, I love that creamsicle orange. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love creamsicles. It's incredible. Creamsicles. That sounds really delicious. Is there anybody I can start a creamsicle bowl with? I need more food. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. More food. More food, please. You're going to wash down the Kringle with some creamsicles? Big fan of uh, creamsicle soda. All right, boys. We all survived post-Thanksgiving. I'm dreaming of a white. Oh, are you Christmas? Oh, are you onto Christmas already now? That a boy. Blizzard warnings. It is snowing like crazy right now. Yes. We survived. I survived Thanksgiving. The show goes on. I'm uh, about a good six or seven pounds heavier, <laughs> but I survived. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I evacuated all that the next day. Oh, yes. I have to say I made a rookie Thanksgiving mistake is I tried to eat very light the night before and that morning to the point of I almost kind of starved myself and I ate way too many appetizers or oh, hors d'oeuvres no. as we were sitting around talking, waiting for dinner to be set up. So I didn't really go too crazy. Oh, I went nuts. Though I did, I did pretty much not eat anything going into it as well. Um, that wasn't intentional though. That was just, hey, I forgot to eat dinner the night before. And then going into it, had two Thanksgiving dinners. Went to my, my folks' house in the morning. Well, early afternoon, I guess you'd say. And then to my wife's family side for dinner. And yeah, dominated both places. The the double meal in a day. That's really, that's quite the challenge. Proud of you. juggle all that food. Oh, I did it. Though I didn't have any desserts till the second stop, which... I, th- I think it was key. Yeah. Solid choice. And what? Apple what, pie, pumpkin pie. Yeah, what pecan, is your... What did, what did you have? So... What is your dessert of choice? My mother makes a killer apple pie. It was hard mm. to walk away Ooh. from that. Though oh, she did yeah. save me one, and I will be partaking in that at some point this week. But I jumped right into pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. where I have a, a little pumpkin pie with my Ready Whip. I'm a Ready Whip fan over Cool Whip. Cool Whip? Yeah. I'm not a big Cool Whip fan. I believe you got to pronounce the H. Cool whip. Cool whip, yeah. Well, Wheaton. I've got a little bit of a hot take. Oh, no. All right. Let's, let's hear it. 
I'm a big pie aficionado. Well, I agree. I actually get birthday pies I have for years over cake. I think pie a great idea. is far superior to cake. I'm not crazy about cake, honestly, but I love pies. I, I, think, I like yeah. cake too. I think pumpkin pie <laughs> is incredibly overrated in the world of pies. That's my hot take. I think it's I'm nostalgic good. just for the, the time of season. Because I also like to load up with whipped cream, cool whip or ready whip. I'm a ready whip fan for sure. And I realized I really can't eat pumpkin pie unless it's just loaded on there. But pecan pie, probably my all-time favorite pie. Love that. Really? Yeah, I had apple. Really? Yeah. A- pumpkin pie. I Strawberry feel like- rhubarb is one of my favorite. Wow. My mom, my good mom hates to make that. That's a good one too. I make her make that So one. that's my take. I think pumpkin pie. Sorry, pumpkin pie. You're not in my top 10 but would pies. You, but would you do... Would you do pumpkin pie over cake? Yes, I All would right, do that. So let, eat your heart out, cake. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that as a segment leading into the holiday season. Top 10 pies. No, I think I already have my list. Just mentally prepared that list. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Really? Well, then I have to I have to wait for me. Maybe next podcast I'll try to get my list together and we can ramble that down. Yeah, the great pie debates of 2018. Can, can we all agree... This has to go down as one of the worst Novembers ever. In terms of weather, sports, both, everything? All of, all of it. We're not even out of November. We're not even in December yet. There's standing snow on the ground. We're, we're blizzard warnings. <laughs> it keeps snowing. We're, we're a <laughs> solid... We're snowing. So for, th- <laughs> so for those of you who are wondering what that awful, awful noise was... It is snowing so bad. How how bad is it snowing, Mike? It's snow. It's snowing so bad the power just went out <laughs> while we were talking about how bad the snow is. So I think I think that was somebody saying how bad November really is. It's that bad. That puts a cap on how bad November is. Ugh. The power just. We had a snow out. covers everything it's now time to gear up for christmas get the shovels ready yeah i'm gonna have a hurt back after this one tonight i don't know i'm kind of worried we didn't we have no windows where we're at so i'm kind of worried to see <laughs> what's out there right now we're yeah, in the qtr stopped <laughs> we're in the qtr podcast studio which of course you know we block off the windows yeah we don't want to seclude ourselves yes. you know, really be in the moment all right, so we look forward to talking to you guys later this week. Keep the questions, comments coming at our mailbag. QuestionableToReturn.com slash mailbag. Social media, Facebook.com slash QuestionableToReturn. Twitter, Q2Return. You can reach me, Andy, at Andy9Man on Twitter. Mike? I'm at Mike R. Daily. Pete? At P. Cozy Jr. Keep giving us those five-star reviews. They mean a lot. They help us out. If you don't want to give us a five-star review, find another podcast to give that crappy review to. Other than that, thanks for listening. We're out. Time to go to sleep like Chuck Liddell. Where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow, the snow.